Sarah, can you hear me? Let me make sure. Oh, there, I unmuted you. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. Hi. Are you excited? Um, beyond. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just pulled up your chart and I'm like, oh my God, I'm sure you've already looked at your chart before. You have like almost everything in the, the fourth quadrant. Like all of your planets are like all just huddled around this little area here in the ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th houses. <laughs> yeah, I have noticed that it's uh, all kind of on one side of the thing. It's interesting. So it's like, I mean, we'll get into it in the reading, but anytime I see that, it's like you're helping people with that, like the more spiritual part of like their growth, you know, everything, you know, if you think about the Zodiac from like Aries all the way to Pisces, it goes through a cycle and like Aries is like this, you know, the birthing of this infant, you know, this child and developing your self-esteem. And then you move to like Taurus and Gemini. And you and So by the end, you know, by you know, um, you know, I would say Capricorn, a little bit Sagittarius. So you obviously have a lot of um, ninth house planets there as well. But once you, once after you get to Sagittarius, it's all about introspection and, and realizing that you're part of a bigger whole. So it, to me, already just looking at it before we even get into the planets is that you're just helping people um, in that next phase of understanding that they are also part of a bigger organism. That it's not just about um, them and what they want, but it's actually for the bigger amoeba that is the universe. Hmm. Okay. So, when <laughs> yeah, it comes, um, like, interesting. Go ahead. Oh, just, um, yeah, it would make sense that it's, that I would help them with something spiritual because that is, um, kind of what saved me was learning about spirituality and, um, I was trying to come up with taglines even before, you know, I knew what the actual problem was. And one of the ones that came through was um, helping bring spirituality into day-to-day -day life. Love it. Something like that. Like how, figuring out how to marry the two aspects. Well, it's, you also have a lot of Capricorn. So it's like, there, it's always going to be grounded. It's always going to come back to like a, a, a 3D. Like how can I practice spirituality in a 3D realm? How can I live a fifth dimensional life in a 3D rea rea reality? And so Capricorn right. is always very grounded in that way. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because it's just, I don't see it every, every so often. I only see it rarely actually. Um, but it's interesting. And then you have Chiron in the and Taurus there in the fourth house. So we'll get into all this stuff. So uh, before I get started, um, is there anything specific that you want me to like focus on? I mean, I'm going to go through a whole bunch of stuff. I just want to make sure that I cover what you really feel you need. Um, yeah, basically the thing I feel like is the biggest question mark and what's keeping me from moving forward is lack of clarity around really, um, like who the kismet clients are, like how they like to be addressed and um, also like what they're Googling or what they're staying, that's what's keeping them up at night as you referenced in your um, creating the masterclass. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like if I know those two pieces, then I can go to work. It's just that I've, I've acquired so much knowledge that I, it overwhelms me and I'm not yep. sure. Um, I don't want to just start like, you know, randomly, launching things because I've kind of been holding back myself back this whole time and just like observing. So now I'm at the place where it's like, I need to, 
actually get in, get on this, but I want to know that I'm going the direct route, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, the foundation. So it's like, you're not going to build an empire, you know, exactly. with, with a couple bricks, you know, and no cement. So it's like, it's very Capricorn of you to come at it in that regard. And I love that you're using astrology to kind of answer some of these questions. Cause it's, you know, it's a, definitely a, a, a different type of business strategy to use the chart. So I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, but I've already written down those things and we're going to cover all those things. So um, the problem you solve is going to be your rising sign, which we'll talk about that. Your kismet client is your 12th house. Looks like you have Sagittarius there. Um, and then just getting clarity around either your niche or your products and services. Um, we'll be able to answer that as we, as we go through, especially looking at Saturn, uh, the moon, um, Jupiter, uh, even Chiron and uh, your North node. So um, just so you know, um, okay. I like to, I have a lot of things I'm going to cover. So this is how I normally, my operanda is really, I'm going to read and then I'm going to pause. So if you want to like, cause I'm going to try to get in as much as I can in the hour. So I'm going to say a bunch of stuff and then I'll pause. And if you want to say something or want to ask a question, want to elaborate, or if it's giving you an aha moment, that'll be your cue. And then I'll ask if you're ready to move on and then we'll go to the next uh, aspect. Okay, one quick question before we start. Actually, I see that it's recording. Does that mean that I get the recording after to refer back? Heck yeah, you do. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, because I'm a note taker, but I was probably going to get lost in my notes. And if I know, I can just re-listen to it and do notes. Second oh, and I'm glad on. you brought that up because it's, it's honestly, there's going to be so much information. I'd almost rather you just like listen, you know? And then Yeah, I'm going to put the book away right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, so let's get into this. We are going to start with your sun sign, which is in the sign of Capricorn. I am also a Capricorn. Uh, it looks like you have your sun in the first house, um, 11 degrees. Okay, so how I see the sun, it's kind of, it's, it's like your secret sauce. It's not necessarily the thing we lead with. It's just it's the thing that kind of roots us in how we see ourselves. So it's going to start to um, make sense as we go through this, but it, think of like Capricorn, you're like sprinkling Capricorn fairy dust on everything you do from like the branding to the products and services to how you communicate to, to everything. But it's not necessarily like, even though Saturn is ruled, uh, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and Saturn is the father of the solar system. Um, there's going to be that like father figure, like just natural essence, but that doesn't mean that's how other people see you. But in this case, because your rising sign is also Capricorn, it is that it is how they see them. So you're a double Capricorn with a Scorpio moon. So what that means is the way people are experiencing you one, you're an enigma. And I honestly, I can't think of a better word to describe you with those plans. Those two, two signs, Capricorn and Scorpio, and especially because you have double cap, it's like you're so mysterious and captivating. And that's going to be one of the your strong suits of luring people your way. It's, it's got a sex appeal. I got to say, like, not just because of Scorpio, but Capricorn, you know, they, she's the observer. So she's not always out there flapping, you know, flapping her, you know, gums, you know, talking all the time. She's observing things because she's re she's recognizing that this whole place that we're that we're living in is, you know, uh, is just um, a simulated reality. It's like we know that there's more to this story and that we are actually capable of doing anything and being anything we want. But she's she's not always vocal about it because it's Capricorn. Capricorn's the observer. So when I see the moon 
in Scorpio, that's just basically taking everything to like a mystical land. So it's a really nice pairing, in my opinion, um, to have Capricorn and Scorpio. I have five planets in Scorpio, so we do have some similarities here. So the, the big those three planets are your main planets. So Capricorn, Capricorn, Scorpio. Uh, the way that people are, uh, the problem that you solve is foundation, right? Because Capricorn is all about building. It's about, you know, think about the goat. Well, the land goat climbs the mountain, but it, it's slow and steady. I always use the example, like the tortoise and the hare. Like the tortoise is going to take their time. They're going to do it right because when they actually get to the top of the mountain, they're finally going to have a, a moment of solace. Not every zodiac sign, um, you know, gets to the top and feels at peace. You know, Aries gets to the top of the mountain and goes, this is it. Like, I'm bored. Like, where do I go now? Capricorn isn't like that. Capricorn does things with such precision um, and such um, exquisite taste that everything has to be in a, you know, ducks in a row. So it's absolutely no shock to me that you've kind of taken your time to kind of map this thing out and get full clarity because once you're off to the races, it's slow and steady runs the race. Are you there? Hello? me yeah okay sorry i put my earbud in so um i guess maybe it was uh, preventing me for you from hearing me i'll take oh, it yeah. what did you say <clears throat> oh i was just um i was just agreeing with you it it seems right on course um so far definitely i resonate with the idea of being an enigma i've always kind of referred to myself that way um and uh, also has like a like they're very ambitious and they have a great keen sense of business acumen. So I don't know, um, with the spirituality work that you're doing, are you infusing like, um, you know, any business tools? Are you helping people with their like purpose? Like, is there anything of that going on? Cause Capricorn is a great sign to help people, um, you know, you know, find <laughs> discipline and pursue their passions. Okay. Um, well, you know, what's interesting is that I have been actually, a entrepreneur for um, like 10 years and I've still never actually done anything in business. I've like <laughs> known that that's where I'm going and I've done so much training and yet I, I had so much um, like emotional stuff that I had to work through and healing that I only just got to the place where this year I'm like, this is the year where things are coming to fruition. And so I felt kind of badly about myself and the fact that it was taking me so long to get there but at the same time i was like okay the silver lining is the fact that um because i've been holding back and watching for so long i know that when i do come onto the stage it's going to be like bam like where's this chick come from because she's <laughs> got it all together so i'm in the like remarkable place in the fact that i haven't like really launched anything so i i can get these pieces in so that when I do, I'll feel like 100% confident that I'm reaching my purpose, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and just another way to spin it or to look at it. So um, it, it could be that instead of like helping them with like their business per se, it could be um, helping people that have a business, but they're, maybe the reason they haven't been able to get out there in a bigger way is because they haven't done that emotional healing. So we'll start to unfold that, but we can spin this in a way where it's like, there's, you know, there's uh, an ambition there uh, because th think of it this way. 
people, so the rising sign is how other people see you. So they see you as Capricorn. They see you as someone who's already risen to the top, right? They're already there. They're intelligent. They're structured. They're practical. They're logical. They're grounded, down to earth, relatable. I mean, there's so many good things about Capricorn. So now think about this for a second. If somebody's seeing you that way, why do we, what do we see in people? We see things in people that either we, we like about ourselves or that we want for ourselves. So here's this person and your, your 12th house, we'll talk about your kismet client here, is, is Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is like this, you know, free bird. You know, they're the wanderer. They're the, you know, they're the spiritual teachers, but they're not necessarily like entrepreneurs per se. They're the people that are out there um, spreading love and light, but they're doing it from a place of philosophy. They're not doing it in like a waterway where it's like, oh, let's dig deeper into your emotions. No, that's Scorpio. But Sag, Sag is like, um, they go and gather information. They do all this research because what they're looking for is they're looking for a theory. They're looking for like the understanding of why things are the way they are. So here you are, you know, exploding on the scene and they're seeing this person who's so grounded, but also very magical and mystical and which is very intoxicating to Sagittarius because you're sandwiching um Sagittarius because you've got Capricorn which is the sign that comes after Sag and then you've got Scorpio which is the sign that comes right before Sagittarius so it, they're in the middle so it's like you're you're with the Scorpio essence which is the moon which is what motivates you like it doesn't have to be literal it doesn't have to be like following the phases of the moon although it could be but it could be anything that has to do with like behavioral sciences psychology human design astrology any of the occult sciences that's already like something that Sag is already interested in because she learned it from Scorpio. But now she sees not only something that feels familiar to her, which is your Scorpio essence, but now she also sees the person that's able to um, monetize it. She, um, not even, it doesn't have to be monetized, but just serialize her dreams in such a way that, um, that is, it seems fulfilling. You know, like she does, she's been a wanderer, but at the end of the day, we all have, we all have bills to pay. We all have, um, food to, you know, put food in our, you know, in our mouth. We all, we all have to, you know, pay our rent or mortgage or what have you. So, and Scorp uh, Sagittarius, that's not always their, their big strong suit. You know, they want to be free, but think about the person who wants to be free. They have to be able to support themselves. How are they going to live a lifestyle with freedom as their main objective without having that next piece filled in. Does that make sense? Oh, hundred percent. I can resonate with Sagittarius in that way. Cause that's exactly the struggle that I've been experiencing. So that's where I feel like you're Capricorn. The way, the way that they're seeing you, they're like, I want some of that. I want to be able to create a plan so that I can have this, you know, this you know, have this freedom in my life to travel and, and research and read and listen to like YouTube videos or whatever she's doing where she's accumulating all this information, but she also wants to have fun. So she's, she's now to the point when she's, when your kismet client comes out of the woodwork, she's already ready for that chapter. She's not the Sagittarius that's just out there just, you know, you know, living on the seeds in the, in, in the fruit of the land. Like she's like, okay, like I want to have this lifestyle. I'm ready for that. So when you go to communicate, and I think that was one of your questions, like when you think about what she's Googling, um, what she's trying to figure, she's like, she's an evolved Sagittarius, meaning like she's 
It's almost like think of her on the cusp of, of Capricorn. She's like, I'm, I'm right there ready to take that next step into my purpose because I want to have this freedom-based lifestyle where I can do whatever I want whenever I want to and really feel free as a bird. You know, the, the Phoenix rising comes to mind here. Um, and, and she's seeing you. So you're like three steps ahead of her because you're now, you know, you were a entrepreneur for all these years and you're doing all this emotional healing. And now you're about to embark on this new journey of, of showing people what it is that you do, but who you do it for is the person that's also ready to get out of wanting to do something and making this, this reality, um, this life a reality of like what her desires are. She's ready to take that next step. So I want you to be cautious in the language that you use because you don't want to attract the archetype that's just a free bird. Okay. That's, that's not your person. Your person is like on the cusp. Like she's like, okay, um, I need to, I need to take this part serious just because I'm going to need to, I'm going to have, I'm going to need something to fall back on when I go and travel abroad for three months. Do you see what I'm saying? Like she's like, she wants the game plan. Yeah. That's what's um, sort of been naturally coming through for me in the last couple months anyway. So it's good to get that confirmation. I'm starting to, my, I, I work with a shamanic healer as well. And she said that um, in my last session, just not long ago, she said like, welcome letting the vision, um, you know, show itself to you. Cause I kept like trying so hard to make it happen. And, pushing so she's like let the vision be shown to you and it's basically what it's starting to be shown to me is exactly what you're saying so it's exciting oh i love it okay so one more thing on these three planets and we'll move forward because the moon and scorpio so if you ever feel not motivated you know if you, you get to a place where like uh, why am i changing my mind or you know i'm not sure what to do about that that's the moon okay so that's scorpio so scorpio she has a tendency of, I don't want to say she gets bored, but she's just, um, she's so intelligent and she's so intense that unless she's stimulated, she's like, I just can't be bothered with this. Like if it, if anything starts to feel too shallow or just not deep sea diving, like she's going to be like on to the next thing. So for you, anytime that like you're like, okay, you know, um, I'm building out this brand. I'm going to be attracting this, this kismet client who's like on the brink of really, she wants to go share her spiritual wisdom but she also wants to be able to live this freedom-based lifestyle. But Scorpio, the only way that you're going to love your business is if everything that you do and talk about has that depth. Because, and it, that's what I'm saying when I said you're like an enigma, because Scorpio is so intense. It's only, you're only going to be attracted to the people who are ready for that intensity. And Sag is ready for it because they just went through the sad Scorpio phase. You see what I'm saying? Because Sag is backed by Scorpio. So when you talk like really intensely or you go down the rabbit hole, Sagittarius is literally with a popcorn like bowl and like licking her fingers. Like that's how much she wants it. <laughs> yeah, I get the sandwiching thing and that's like hella cool. I'm super <laughs> pumped about that. I never thought about that. Okay. So just know like, you know, anytime you're like, because Capricorn can be uh, sometimes like more surface because it's like they're just like taking in all of this new information. But Scorpio is going to be the, she's going to be leading a lot of the motivation of like, you know, your Instagram posts, your Facebook lives, your newsletter, things like that. Like kind of let her like just go down the rabbit hole. You might even make a list of like 50 rabbit hole topics that you could talk about and then have those be how you start your Instagram. 
Okay. Okay. So let's get into, um, let's see here. Let's go with, um, I'm going to talk about the North node here. You have North node in Leo, uh, which means your South node is in Aquarius. Okay. So I don't know if you have a podcast or if you do anything where you're doing collaborative stuff. I don't, I think you're actually, are you a panelist at the Empress Festival? Um, not yet. You invited me and that's how I found you was you reached out to me about that. But, um, because as you can see, I'm yep. still a little <laughs> shaky. I, I totally envision myself, um, being a panelist, but I, I got to get this ducks in a row first. Totally makes sense. So I'm only bringing that up because so your, your, your South node is an Aquarius and that's the team player. So she's like the thing that you do naturally is you're good at bringing people together or you're good at collaborative projects. So I'm saying like, you might have like, um, you might even have your own telesummit or be a part of telesummits or have a podcast where you bring other people in because Aquarius, like she's just naturally good at like shooting the shit. Like she can like navigate multiple things. And this is an air sign. She's a visionary. She's a misfit. She, you know, she can handle a lot. So that's just a natural gift that you have. But the North node that's in Leo. I don't know if the spotlight does not feel normally very comfortable for you, but Leo, that's the, that's the challenge in your life path. That's going to lead you to your destiny. And it could also have to do with like the ego. Um, and really like, like, even if it's talking about the ego in like your branding, um, because Leo has a tendency to not only light up a room and like, you know, shine the, the bright sun that, that, you know, is ruled, uh, that rules Leo, but also like they have a, they have their shadows, right? There's courage. And then there's the cowardly lion, you know? So there's this courage element here. Um, so I don't know if you've ever thought about talking about the ego, um, how it's running people's lives, you know, how, how it's affecting people, but that might be even just one subject to, um, start exploring more. Um, and, and, to your um, Sagittarius archetype, because at the end of the day, you know, it's our ego is usually why we're not doing what we need to do, because it's like scared, right? It's a little, little cowardly lion going, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for that. So that could be um, a really big part of your life path if you, if you want to use that energy, but it also could just be um, interpreted literally where like, you need to own your spotlight. So where are you in the spotlight? like manifestation like are you comfortable with that um it's funny because I definitely have a push-pull energy with it there's a part of me that's like I want to be the star I want to be famous and all this but then there's this other part of me that's because I was wounded for so long I spent so much time hiding in the shadows it definitely feels very uncomfortable to me even though when I do it I'm always like well that like is pretty good like people it's more about my confidence around it a hundred percent. Cause when people see me, I'm very natural in front of the camera, but I'm just scared to do it a lot. So, and that's exactly what this is saying. So the, cause I have Saturn in Leo. So the, like my challenge has always been being in the spotlight and Capricorn doesn't really want the spotlight. You know what I mean? And Scorpio could give two shits too, you know? So, but this is saying that the second that you put your own spotlight on yourself, not from a place of, I want to be famous, but a place of like, I have, I am here to serve mankind because remember you've got nor a uh, South node in Aquarius. And that's the, that's the, um, that's the sign. That's all about giving back. It's all about, you know, um, 
synchronicities and bringing people, cultivating uh, social communities for a cause. So that's already like a natural gift to you. So now it's like, take that natural cause and give it a, give it a voice. Hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like I have some sort of block around that because I know that it's like, that's what we're meant to do is like help other people, but I have trouble sort of anchoring into my desire to do that. And then I feel like I'm a bad person for like not being able to connect with it as deeply as I see a lot of these coaches doing. Okay. So I'm going to, Chiron is probably where this, this insecurity is coming from. So Chiron is this little K. I don't know if you look at your chart, but in the fourth house, you have Chiron. Chiron is a, I think they call it like a mini planet or something like that. Um, but it represents the wounded healer. And that means that, you know, you are really good at doing something for others, but not so good at doing it for yourself. In this case, you have it in the sign of Taurus. So Taurus, you know, is the bull, you know, they like structure. Um, they're ruled by Venus. So they want beauty and all that stuff around them, but they're so stubborn in the way that they do anything. Like they will literally take the long route just because they don't want to be told to do it in a different way. That might be faster. <laughs> like it's, they're that in they're you know, they're a fixed sign. It's like, imagine trying to like push over a boulder. It's not going to move. So think about it this way, your kismet client, you can move them. Right. So there's the Sagittarius archetype, but you're able to move people who are immovable. Right. But for yourself, so stubborn. So it right now, your, your big um, things to work on is obviously owning your spotlight and getting Taurus to be moved to move, like get off your hiney. Let's go. Let's go. And it's like trying to make a Taurus move faster is like pulling teeth. Like it's a slow, painful death. So you have it in the fourth house, which is the mother house. It's the, um, it's the house of community, um, nourishment, um, well-being. So if you think about how you could serve these people, this is just an idea. It doesn't have to be the idea, but you could create a membership or some kind of paid community, or even just, it could even be just a newsletter where you're cultivating, um, it's like you're helping other people get over their stubbornness and get over their, um, their, um, their fear of, of get, get implementing structure, right? That's a Capricorn implementing structure because they're like kind of not set in their ways. I don't think, I don't think of Sagittarius as set in their ways, but I think of them as, um, I've got a lot of passion running through my, my mind and my brain. Uh, can I sit still long enough to do it? You know, and that's where it's like, the, okay, discipline. That's the word. You are here to help discipline the, and that's the father figure too. So the, I think discipline is a key word here. You're here to discipline the Sagittarian archetype who wants to, you know, share their spiritual wisdom because it's a very spiritual sign, but not in a water way, in a, in a fire way, in a passionate way, in a, in a philosophical manner, but they need, they don't know how to um, they don't know how to monetize it. They don't, they don't really know how to implement the structure. That's not their strong suit, but they're also like, they might be slow to learn. You see? So like, you're going to have to like, the Capricorn's going to have to get real like critical thinker, like real nitty gritty about step one is this, then we move into step two. So it's kind of like what you've been looking for, um, for the, however long you've been like kind of mapping out this business. Like it's, 
take that and shorten the curve and then give that to, to Sagittarius. Like they need a plan, but it has to be fun and exciting because if it is not fun and exciting, they will be bored to tears. It's a fire energy. So this person is already like very infectious. They already probably make a splash, maybe even online um, or even in their friend peer group because people like to be around Sag, like Sag is fun. So whatever you're going to do, like have, it'll be deep because of Scorpio. It'll be structured because of Capricorn, but it has to be fun and exciting. I don't know if you've ever thought about doing any kind of destination retreats. That Sagittarian archetype would eat that up. Yeah, I definitely have been feeling like I will be doing retreats. Um, I just, yeah, held myself back from it because I didn't have the business yet. So I was like, well, people don't know who I am, so they're not going to just come across the world with me or whatever. But I definitely see it in the future. What um, about, because you have your south node in Aquarius, which you're excellent at cultivating relationships. I mean, this could just be food for thought, but like bringing in some other people who have followings and having them be like a guest expert and you also being one of the experts and kind of building your brand, um, you know, with these other influencers. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Um, my biggest problem is I just get in my own way and think that like, I don't actually have very good skills with um other people just because i did spend so much time actually as the wounded healer mm. so um co having confidence around social stuff is actually one of my weak points as well although when i do it i'm like really natural at it so it's just more about i guess understanding how to like operate that online and create online connections because i don't have much experience with that yet okay it's interesting because you know aquarius to me is like they're the rebels, you know, they're like, she's like the girl in high school who had the purple hair and the nose ring and the tattoo, you know, like that's, that's Aquarius. Aquarius is like, I'm going to do things in my own way. I'm going to be avant-garde about it, but she's very liked. She's not like trying to get people to like her. Like she's just likable, even though she, it's because she's doing things in her own way. So I, what I probably am going to, you're probably going to experience is that as soon as you get on the map, as soon as you kind of start exploding this, this concept and this life path out there on the internet, be, the more you like embody and embrace your weird stroke, you might find that people start coming to you. Yeah, it's just about the getting started piece that still just makes it freaked out because being the entrepreneur for so long, it's like to actually like realize the vision now seems almost unfathomable just because I had the intuition of it for so long. But um, I definitely love to be original. I was the girl that was more of a weirdo compared <laughs> to the rest of the friend group. And I have some purple hair extensions like in my <laughs> room right now. So you're totally right about that. <laughs> okay, well, let's try to figure out, um, you know, how we can kind of, I want to get the word want, entrepreneur like out of your mind. Like you are not a entrepreneur anymore. Okay. We are totally launching this and doing this and it's just it's in the, it's already it's already happened it's already it's already in the universe okay so the thing that i'm seeing here is you have mercury and capricorn i have the same placement let me see where that is that is in the oh it's in the first house okay okay i don't remember where mine is but the uh so mercury in capricorn is funny i don't know if did you see my instagram post today it was all about mercury and capricorn no way. No, I haven't uh, seen it. 
Oh yeah. Well, after this or whenever, like it's the last post and I was talking about, so, okay. Anyway, let me just back up. Mercury in Capricorn is, um, she can be a little depressive. She can be very somber. Um, the way that she communicates is she's introverted about her feelings. Um, and as a result, um, you know, I, I call Capricorn in general, the poker face because she's the, she's the sea goat, right? So she's not just a goat that's on land climbing the mountain. She's actually half fish, right? And, half, and the top half is the, is the goat. So there's this water element to you. Now you've already got Scorpio here, so you already do have water, very deep oceans of water here. But Capricorn is also, and this is where the enigma also comes from, is that people don't understand that Capricorn is really deep. People don't see that because they're just like nose to the grind and working and like, you know, just building stuff and, and they're exquisite and the way they look and the, their taste and all this stuff. But there's a water element that, you know, really, um, that really affects her on like a very deep level. And because you have mercury here, like the way that even that you communicate with yourself, there's like this, um, I don't know, like, I don't know the best way to say that. Like there's a, an, a sadness. Do you find that to be true? Oh my God. Yes. Like people have commented to me about how I had a sadness in my eyes, but that was a few years ago. Um, and, uh, it's because I grew up, well, I spent 24 years living in a psychologically abusive household. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like I've had an easier time, um, you doing for others than myself. Like when I, lived on the other side of the country and I was teaching yoga, um, I totally left that province and like three of the people who'd been closest to me, like started their own holistic wellness businesses and they're like further along than I actually am on my own, you know? So, um, I definitely can relate to that, but at the same time, like I've done so much work and I'm not willing to like, let it hold me back anymore. Like I'm consistently taking effort now. So I know it's going to go away, but I can definitely relate to it. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, what was I just going to say? Mercury and Capricorn, um, oh, just came to me and then it just left. Okay. How do you feel? And I'm going to push you here, but because your story, I don't even know your story yet. You know, I, you know, you just give me little glimpses here. But that, first of all, when I said make a list of 50 things that Scorpio can go down the real rabbit hole with, well, let's just start with your story. Because that story of what the traumas that you've been through, um, even if you don't want to share all of them, but really, um, if you're going to, you know, be this, you know, soulpreneur, you know, helping people um, heal and get out of their own way and you know, build and go out there and spread their own light. You know, the way that we do that, according to this chart that I'm looking at, which is yours, is to share those, that somber feeling of Mercury and Capricorn. It's like, where did you come from? Why was spirituality so important to you? How can it serve the Sagittarian archetype so that she can go out there and do it too? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm, um... I've literally written a blog post that said why spirituality is important to me. And um, I had a lot of shame around my story for a long time, but that was when I was like 
still in it and I was hiding, but now that I've gotten through it, I'm totally ready to share all of it. And I already have started to talk out a little bit about abuse and addiction and these kinds of things. Um, and I've started to write my autobiography. I have 80 pages worth. So I definitely am completely fine with telling my story. And I really admire the way that you um, have woven that into your business in the way that you um, like laid out little bits of it in your email sequence. And so I'm, I would love to you know work with you on doing something like that. It's so funny. Okay. We're like so in sync right now because I was going to say, could you turn that blog post into a nurture campaign? That's what that is. That email series that you got when you registered for my newsletter or whatever is a yeah. nurture campaign. So you kind of like chunk, mm. chunk your story into like five to seven long, like longer and elaborate longer on each of the stories. But you could take that article and do the same thing, which would basically warm them up for the products and services that you're going to sell. Totally. I would love to, yeah, work with you directly or if you can um, direct me to one of your products that you've created around yep. creating a nurture sequence for sure. Okay. So let's figure out what you're going to sell because <laughs> we kind of like got the foundation of like, okay, we know who the Kismet client is. We know how they see you. We know that you've got the stubborn bull with Chiron there. We know we've got Leo needing the spotlight, which is going to be the challenges. So Leo and Taurus are going to be your biggest challenges. And you've also got Sat okay, you've got Saturn in Libra. And that is in the ninth house. Okay, I like that placement because the ninth house is the spiritual house, right? That's the Sagittarius house. So Capricorn, excuse me, Saturn in Libra. This is about um it's like until you find that peace in your life, like the, the part of you that's like no, no longer scared to be like, to be fully, um, what's the word? Um, like not transparent, even though that word would work. It's like fully exposed, uh, and comfortable in your own being because Libra to me, when I think about Libra, I think of the Empress card in tarot. I think of a, a woman who is fertile with creativity um, and she is one with the divine. She's a master at manifesting. Um, she's worked through her traumas, which it sounds like you have. Um, but the thing is, Saturn will always um, add additional challenges. And in this case, they're adding challenges to the ninth house. Okay, so the ninth house with, with Libra there, it's like, you're gonna have to get off the wishy-washy train because Libra's shadow is that she, she's very indecisive. And that bugs Saturn. So every time that you find yourself like, I don't know which way to do it, and then you do nothing, Saturn will make it harder for you. And it'll keep poking you until you actually choose one and get a plan together and do it. Totally. And that's why I'm here because I don't want to be wishy-washy anymore. <laughs> yeah, Libra is a tricky one because on one angle, she's like, everybody wants to be Libra. She's just this beautiful, balanced, like you know, lovely soul, but like, because she's so at peace, it's like, there's no urgency. And that just bugs Saturn. Saturn's like, come on, like, we've got a duty here. We, we're here for a purpose. We're here for a limited amount of time, you know, to do our soul's work. So let's get going like on delay. And you've got, so the ninth house, this is um, Sagittarius energy for these two things. So like you're making the decision around 
uh, the philosophies that you're going to share. So let's say that like, like for, I'll just use myself as an example, like my whole thing, and I had no idea and up until a few years ago that astrology was going to be such a huge power player in my brand. So this house, this ninth house with Saturn and Libra there is, is saying, you know, what are the philosophies, the theories, these, the, the, the foundations that, that you're going to be known for? You know, Saturn really is about, you know, power and status and money and time and all that stuff. But it's also about um, just like your, um, not it can be credentials, but also just like your, um, your specialties. So what are those specialties going to be? And maybe that's going to help um, Libra make up her mind because it doesn't have to be just one. Okay. Could be a modality. I mean, it could just be your signature system with like where you blend several things. You know, it could be like, you know, if, if the problem that you solve is helping people to create foundation for this freedom-based um, spiritual brand or just just being able to support themselves by um, sharing their spiritual knowledge, because again, that's that's Sagittarius. Um, and then um using your 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 tools right your modalities like for me i have tarot i have astrology and then i have signature system and i have a few trademark terms and those are kind of like the whole um those are the those right. are what are in my bubble you know what i mean and i don't i don't uh rear far from them because there there's already so much magic in just those few tools so do you know what those tools could be for you I don't. And that's um, part of the reason that I have been, you know, procrastinating or wavering is because I just don't, I haven't felt like I've had the clarity around it. I'm totally game to like pick a few things. And I feel like that's going to bring me peace and stability and be able to dive in deeply with those pieces. I just haven't naturally known what they are because I didn't understand who I was helping. Mm. So I'm kind of like game for suggestions or um, I do feel like it'll be a blend of things. Um, I'm going to give you an exercise. I'm not attached to what they are though. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an exercise. Um, pull out a piece of paper. Okay. And you're going to draw one large circle on the paper and then you're going to draw three smaller circles underneath um, the big one. Okay, and this can, you can do this later, but I'm just gonna tell you how to do it. Okay, so in the first, in the big bubble, you're gonna write everything that lights your soul on fire. Like, I don't even care if it's like the smell of lavender, like my dog, like anything, like everything, okay? Then after you've written everything that lights you up, like just literally just, it's gonna look, it's just like your, your DNA. That's like your blueprint. Then you're gonna chunk them into smaller, categories okay the, the smaller of the three um, circles below the big one the first one is called signature system the second one is called kismet client and the third one is called um, personal brand okay so what you're going to do is you're going to extract from the big bubble and you're going to organize them into these three bubbles now you can use them overlapping right you don't have to just do one for you know one one thing goes in one bubble and one goes in the next. You can have them a few in each of them that are overlapping, but you have to include everything that's in the bubble in at least one of the three. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Okay, so signature system is basically the tools 
that you would use to help somebody solve the problem, right? In this case, it's Capricorn, okay? The problem that you're here to solve is helping people um, create a foundation, a strong foundation to succeed in their desires, okay? Whatever that might be, if that ends up being on a spiritual mission, if it's building a business, if it's having a child, whatever it ends up being, but that's basically, it's a, it's a you're selling a, a structured plan. That's what you're selling, okay? Signature system is that structured plan. So when you look at the bubble, you're going to see like, oh, like I love astrology. I love tarot. I love to read. I love to write. I love, you know, pink lemonade. I mean, whatever, right? Pink lemonade. Well, that's probably going to go in your personal brand. So when you're on your Instagram, you post pink lemonade. Okay. If you have dogs, that could be under kismet client or personal brand or both because your kismet client, maybe they all have dogs. Maybe that's just your person. She's just a dog lover, you know? So that you could put that in both of those bubbles. You could post pictures of your dog, but then you could also be talking to the person who loves dogs. You see what I'm saying? Um, kind of. It's getting it's getting more clear. Um, I understand the concept in general. Well, I'll send you some more. I just think that this exercise is going to help you see, like, like, because you said that you worked with like a shaman. So you're probably going to see that the, the tools that you've already, the modalities you've already experienced, all the healing and all of the things that you've already invested in for yourself, there's probably a few things that even if it's guest experts that are going to come in and be a part of your program, it could be that, or it could just be the things that you're already doing um, that would be part of this, the plan that you're going to sell, which is that first bubble, which is signature system. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like the, the, um, healing modalities that I've done were obviously like really necessary for me. And they're the ones that helped me get my healing. So I stand behind them. And so I've been thinking about that and how, um, it's possible to get, um, I guess certified in some of the different systems. So I saw you do, um, certification for this life past astrology. And I thought that looked pretty cool. Something like that. So see, so that would be something that would work for Capricorn uh, as your rising sign. So the problem that you solve, it's like, okay, so let's, let's just take that for an example. That's a perfect place to start, whether you do it or not. So let's say that the Sagittarius archetype, you know, she's out there passionate, well, well read, you know, well cultured, well traveled. And she's like, okay, I'm ready to take this next step into my purpose because I want to create a more freedom based lifestyle because I want to be able to go out and spread my wings and, and, and sprinkle my fairy dust everywhere as well. So here you are selling the plan, right? And maybe you're just the first part of the plan, which is like, well, I can do astrology readings to help you unlock what your life path is. And then they can take that information and then they could go work with a business coach or, you know what I'm saying? Like that, you could just be at the beginning of this new beginning in their life. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I can see how all of these things could work. Um, it was just really the clarity that was dragging me down now that I'm getting that clarity. Um, I don't think I'm going to have any problems coming up with actually products and services and um, ways to be of service to the people. Perfect. Perfect. So let me see what else we got here. Um, we've got, okay, let's talk about Venus. Okay. So you have Venus and Sagittarius. 
also in the, okay, yeah, that in the 12th house. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Venus represents how you love and what you love. Okay, so like the things that you love is Sagittarius energy. So that's going to be, it's going to be really easy for you um, to attract this like free bird because it's already inherently in you. It's actually subconsciously inside of you already. Like that spiritual teacher already like came to you in this lifetime. In fact, it was actually a karmic cycle that you needed to end. It's almost like you came, okay, this is what I'm seeing. You came to this planet with all, with, with, um, with a plan that you were going to work through these karmic cycles. So like your parents and all the, all the stuff that you've been through was like part of the plan to get you to where you were going to be. And that was to be this spiritual teacher. And subconsciously you've always known it. It's always just been, um, there's been, um, almost like a fog, like, like a thick layer of fog around that, um, that role model inside of you, but it's actually the thing that, um, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but it, it almost makes you feel more feminine to be that way. Like, I don't know if like you've ever felt, cause I know Capricorn ha can have a lot of masculine energy, but you have Venus in Sagittarius in the 12th house. So like, I don't know if you've ever thought about talking about the divine feminine, um, anything that has to do with like the, the, the yin energy. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is like so spot on because, um, this has been the, the major source of my pain actually is the fact that I've known that I do, I am meant to be playing this huge role and yet I didn't feel like I could get to it. And, um, a big part of that was because my divine feminine was being suppressed and that is, um, a big part of my story and oh, definitely wow. something that I'd like to talk about. Well, guess what? Your kismet client has the same problem. It's the 12th house. You have Venus with Sag right there. She has the same problem. In fact, she could be trying to escape it. She, she could be like, okay, imagine Sagittarius, go, go, go. I'm here. I'm going here. I'm chatting with this person. I'm, I'm making, planning this trip. I'm going to go to this restaurant. And then there's like, because that's their energy. Like they're fire. They just want to like go do stuff. But what is she running from? Right. You know? Yeah. Because that's masculine. To, to be do, 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 that's masculine. Right. But the problem that she has is she, she can't sit still long enough to actually implement the plan because she's so in her masculine. And here you are with Venus in Sagittarius in the 12th house. So you're here actually to help her reprogram her subconscious mind to invite the divine feminine to be a bigger power player in her life. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good course just in itself right there. Angel. I think that is the course. <laughs> Wait, and you have, what's that? Um, Uranus, right? No, that's Neptune. Okay. You have Neptune also sitting right there with it. Wow. Okay. So Neptune, that's, you know, that's the ruler of Pisces energy. And this is the 12th house, which is also Piscean energy. So, okay, this is also about helping your kismet client use her imagination. She's like doing and doing and doing, but it's almost like, I don't know the right word. It's not like force feeding herself, but like she's not using her feminine. So she's actually blocked creativity, create, creatively, 
So Neptune is here, like, you know, ready to sprinkle that like Piscean energy. Like, let's use our imagination. Let's manifest our desires. Um, let's swim in the ocean. Let's be one with the earth. Um, you know, Pisces is the most psychic. Um, well, I think Scorpio is probably the most psychic, but Pisces is like this inner, this, um, this afterlife realm. So to me, like Aquarius is the, is the last sign of the Zodiac. And then Pisces is like the in-between where we go and we just like figure out, okay, which part of the lesson did we not learn this time around? It's like the incubation phase or whatever. So here you are going to be helping the Sagittarian archetype to um, slow down, slow her roll, you know, find out what she, what, what she really loves, what really lights her up, but using it in the yin energy. So instead of like doing something, it's almost like you're going to show her how to do less and, and embody her purpose as a result of that. But it's always, it's going to, and to me, it just seems like you're going to do that by helping her um, imagine who that person is. Imagine what that life looks like. Imagine um, what, how she could be of service to the world. Instead of doing it, you're going to help her imagine it. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. One of the names I came up with um, as a potential name for my business like a couple of years ago was Reboot Your Being. Because <laughs> mm. it was like coming into the idea of let's be rather than do. Yeah, the feminine being. Yeah, the part of us that can be. You know, it's so funny. I was just, I thought I had a friend text me just now who is a Sagittarius. And I always like, when I talk about this person with my friends, I'm like, they need to learn how to be. They're always doing like they just mm -hmm. are nonstop. And I'm like, that's so sad. So this exact, so I feel like that program or what you were, you're already on the right path, which is not, you know, shocking by any means, because at the end of the day, everything that we've endured in this lifetime is part of the life path. You know, it's like, you're just going to find things from, I don't know, when you're a coffee you know, um, Bart barista. And when you were, at, you know, a, a receptionist or whatever your jobs were, you're going to find though. <laughs> to be things. I totally had both those jobs. <laughs> did. So did I. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything else pertinent here. Um, okay. So you've got, well, let me just check in with you. What is, uh, well, let me talk about Mars because we didn't talk about Mars yet. Okay, so Mars, um, Mars is in Aquarius, and Aquarius is where the, uh, oh, still in the first house. Okay, so, gosh, there's a lot of things about identity. Like, it's almost like you're helping the Sagittarius archetype, like, find her identity, her feminine identity. Like, it's like, who is, like, who, who is she as a, as a feminine archetype, or like a feminine a leader, feminine spiritual leader. I don't know. There's something about her image. Like she can't imagine um, who she, how powerful she actually is. Um, and with Aquarius here, um, what was it again? It was Mars. So Mars is the planet that takes action, right? Some people say it's about aggression. I don't know. Sometimes I read these planets and like read other people's interpretations, but to me, Mars is about taking action. It's actually the masculine you know, it's like men are for Mars, men are for Venus. So Venus will always have like what you love and how you love. And Mars is about how you take action around the things that motivate you. And in this case, it, we're, Aquarius keeps showing up. So it's like, 
there's, there's always going to be an avant-garde-ness to what you do and the way that you take action. So my advice in this regard would be um, the weirder, the better. Whatever you're going to do, like it's okay to go full-fledged um, into the Aquarian energy, which is obviously about giving back. It's about social communities, charity, um, misfits. Um, it's just about harnessing our own individuality. And that's really going to be um, a huge motivator for you. Um, you might even have fun with that exercise with the bubbles when you discover your personal brand. Because if you think about all the things that light you up and they don't fit into like Kismet Client or Signature System, but you start looking at the personal brand, you're going to get a color story. You're going to get words that are going to describe your brand because they're just things that already resonate with you. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just already intrinsically part of like your, your DNA. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I feel all that for sure. I have two uh, quick questions. Mm -hmm. Would you say that these Sagittarius um, resonate with the, I like being called soulpreneurs? It really depends how you, I mean, honestly, you don't even have to go the route of helping them um, with like making money or anything like that, because we just unfolded the whole divine feminine. It could just be that they're, you know, working on self-growth. It doesn't have to be that, but because you have Capricorn, it can be the solopreneur thing, but Capricorn doesn't mean just business. It's about plan. It's about the plan. So it doesn't matter if it's business related. Do you see what I mean? Okay. But it could be. It could be. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and then the second question is, um, in terms of coming up with like a name for my business, the thing, the one that came through recently was wise entrepreneur solutions. And, um, I felt like that was, would be appealing because wise, um, is a way that people see Capricorn. What do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I would definitely, um, rem okay. The problem that they're solving is Capricorn, like the problem you're here to solve is the Capricorn archetype, but the person, so you're going to blend both. Okay. So let's go back to what you, one of your questions was, is like, what are they Googling? Right. Because you want to name your program. It doesn't have to be what they're Googling, but it has to have an, it has to be obvious of what it is. So for instance, let's say that she, um, you know, recently got divorced and she's been in her masculine all this time and she's just not even feeling like connected to her body. Okay, let's just, that's just one of millions of examples. So she would get on Google and she would Google like, you know, how to get my sexy back, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or something like that. And um, if you're, if you were solving this problem, you know, you would have like, it, your program would be called something that is similar as to what she thinks the problem is. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I, I, I'm pretty good at coming up with creative ideas and naming things. I more so mean like what to call my actual company or brand. Like, does that oh. actual, like as a company name, Wise Entrepreneur Solutions, does that resonate or does that make sense? I, I mean, I just wonder if Sag really cares about being called an entrepreneur. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she's 
it's just like such a free bird. Like that might be like too sterile for her. Even if she is starting a business and remember, she just wants it to be fun. She doesn't even want it to feel like work. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I've just been struggling with like what to call myself. <laughs> I just think, um, I think there is like, um, like if you looked up all of the adjectives, like if you did some Googled characteristics of Sagittarius, there's going to be all these um, adjectives around, you know, who that person is, like passionate, um, vivacious, um, magnetic, um, you know, fire, just like, 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 I don't know, like meditate on like, like, do a fire meditation or something like that, or play with fire. There's going to be like a, an essence that comes over you. And I think it's important that you do something like that to kind of harness that energy because Sagittarius is a very potent um, archetype to have as a, um, uh, as a, uh, a, a kismic client. And they can be, um, they can be hard to reach, you know, like they probably are on their phone a lot because they're kind of out and about. So like social media is going to be huge. Like they're probably not going to be sitting behind like a big computer or like have even probably have a desk job. Um, but they're probably on their phone. Um, but they're also like, they want to be captivated. So like the words kind of have to already have that, like that sex appeal. You know what I mean? Okay. So for naming the business, it would be more helpful to name it something that's going to resonate with Sagittarius than with Capricorn. Right. So the, the, the way you're, so the, the words that you're going to use, so let me, there's two separate things here. Like the, like the sales copy and your Instagram post and your newsletter, you're going to talk to, you're going to talk to Sagittarius. You're going to talk her language. Da, 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 right. Then you're going to say, okay, so let's talk about your problems. You know, Sagittarius, where's the plan? You got to get out of your own way. You got to stop do, do, do. And you got to start B, B, B. That's when you introduce the Capricorn part of it. Like, it's like, they're like, they're kind of merged into one. So like you're talking to the Sag, but you're introducing the, the solution, which is the plan. Okay. So if I just feel if you named your business, um, wise entrepreneur solutions, it's, it's not exciting enough for them. That's fine. I just was thinking that maybe because what they feel like they're lacking was the structure that maybe that they would be so desperate for structure that that would seem like a grounded name. It's not really like one of the better names I've ever come up with or anything. I think if you can still have like, it just needs one word that embodies um, Sagittarius. Like wise, I mean, they might think they're wise, but I think that's more Capricorn. So like entrepreneur embodies the, the Capricorn part, but I feel like you need like, you know, passionate entrepreneur. You know what I mean? There's gotta be something that like goes, oh, I'm not, per I'm passionate or I'm a free bird or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. It's the reverse than what I was thinking. I was thinking that they wanted to become more wise. And so therefore they'd be searching people who like had wisdom or trying to embody wisdom that they didn't feel like they had. But I see what you're saying is like create a word that they already feel connected with. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's good. I think that Sagittarius that already thinks they're wise. They don't have a found, they don't have the structure, but they're like, they are theologists. You know what I mean? Like they've watched all the documentaries and traveled abroad and you know what I mean? They, they've gone to the ends of the earth. Remember they got it from Scorpio. 
Scorpio's already done all the research for everything that she could ever want to know. And so, so sad, just like, great, I got all this information, I got all this wisdom, and I'm just like, now I'm like a free bird because I already know how the whole universe works, and, but she's like, there's no structure. She can't actually monetize it. Right. Okay, well, um, <laughs> yeah, our time is up, and I think we covered everything, right? I think we did. I think the next step for you um, is obviously coming up with your signature system. Um, next week, I'm actually like hosting a real big sale and I'm launching something called the Kismet Client Academy. You might want to take a look at that. Um, it is about creating your signature system. There's more Kismet Client um, archetype um, exercises in that course. Um, it's self-study. You can do it at your own pace. Um, but I think at the next part is just understanding like your modalities and like how you're going to structure your programs. And then obviously like I'm just going to give you my personal opinion here. Don't feel that you need to like rush out and like go build a website. You can build your following and start launching your business just by using social media, um, getting people on phone calls um, and having a sales page. So I know a lot of people, when I do these readings, they want to jump out and they spend, you know, a couple thousand dollars on building websites. I don't think unless you already have one, I think you could, you could again, Sagittarius is not going to sit around and like be on her desktop computer. She's going to be on her phone. Okay, that's good advice. Actually, what I've been learning about recently is um, ClickFunnels and using that in lieu of having a traditional website. And I feel yep. like that's something I can actually help the Sagittarius with because once I become knowledgeable with that, then that's a way that I can help them create a system in their life that's going to create the stability so that, that they can then go off and do whatever they want. Exactly. So that I like that better for investing. I use ClickFunnels for my funnels as well. And I actually, my Angel Quintana website, I built on ClickFunnels. So I love that you're already exploring that option. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot of trial error and going the wrong way, but um, that's where it's led me. And I feel like the timing is just perfect. The fact that I like actually want to learn about this now and how I see how um, I kind of like geeking out on it because then I can help with that part, which doesn't come naturally to them. And um, I already have all that other spiritual knowledge that's like more natural to me. So it's like I can kind of marry the two. Love it. Yeah, there is going to be a, a bonus um, class for the Kismet Client Academy, which is how to build a sales funnel. So just be on the lookout. I'm, we're having our annual sale because we're celebrating seven years in business and we do an annual sale every year and it's going to start next week. So just look, be on the lookout for those emails because it might be something, um, if you've never built a sales funnel before, that might be a great bonus class for you to get into as well. Okay. Um, and sorry, that just prompted one last question. Um, yeah. I do still have my $75 promo um, money for signing up for Holistic Fashionista. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't bought the bundle yet. Is one of those bundles um, explain about doing the nurture sequence? Like, okay, so I haven't put the nurture. I have a class on that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna make a note to myself that tomorrow I'll go ahead and put that on the website, and then I'll have Ebony email you the link, and then you can buy it because I do have it. I just haven't put it on the website. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. I feel like that would be um, a really You'll natural place for me to be. Are we, are you, what level are you in the club? Two. Two. Okay. I, I, let me just double check. Cause I might have it in level three and that's where you can do business coaching with me too. Um, let me just see. I might, cause we, you get, um, advanced master classes. 
Let me see if I have that one still in here. It might have already expired. Yeah, it's not even in there anymore. Okay, I'll add the Nurture Campaign um, course to the temple, and then I'll have um, Ebony email you the link, and you can buy that with your, um, your, your coupon code. Awesome. All right, girls. So let me go ahead and get this um, recording to you and re-listen to it. Um, if you end up do wanting to like talk any more about it, because I know once people get these readings, they go down the rabbit hole and then they have a whole bunch of other questions within like, you know, a couple days. So if you end up wanting to like converse with me again about your chart, um, feel free to upgrade to level three every Wednesday. Um, we, I use an app called Boxer and, you, and we basically walkie talkie. So you can actually talk to me every Wednesday. Okay. Um, yeah, I was definitely considering that one. Um, I might move into that at some point. Um, for sure. I just need to digest for a bit, but oh, um, totally. I'm just letting you know what's available. Yeah. You know, just, if, if you, it's just, is that I just know the protocol that every time people like begin the rabbit hole of astrology and, you know, business and stuff, there's just a lot more questions come. So I'll let you just go ahead and dissect that. I'll send you the recording. I'll have Ebony email you the link to the nurture campaign course tomorrow. Um, actually it'll probably be on awesome. Monday actually taking tomorrow off. So just give me through the week. Okay. All right. Um, that's great. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome, honey. I'm looking forward to seeing this brand like boom. And I can't wait to watch you shine girl. <laughs> Thanks. Me too. <laughs> okay, honey. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye.